Make up your life to start anew. You'll find out some things to be true. Like you are stronger than you once knew. Hi, I'm Lenora Calaruso. Has your journey towards health and wellness been a rocky road? Mine sure was. Plus, I have a busy life as a mother of five, a grandmother of two, an RN, a personal trainer, Reiki master, and a nutritional counselor. Whew! How do I fit it all in? Well, it's balance. Think, you know, Goldilocks and the three bears. Not too much of something and not too little. Just right. My podcast is designed to inspire you towards that next step of achieving and maintaining everlasting health and wellness. Welcome to It's a New Dawn for You. You pack up your life to start anew. You find out some things to be true. It's a New Dawn for You, which is the name of my business and podcast, came to me while meditating. My sister-in-law Dawn had died a couple of years before, and to say I was close to her is an understatement. She was my best friend, my confidant, pretty much my everything. The meaning of the name is my firm belief that there is always a new day, a new beginning to try again. And I felt it was Dawn giving me a message loud and clear that the name was perfect. Hi, everybody. Today, I am interviewing my perfect client. (laughs) And her name is Sharon. Um, I thought it would be interesting to have a very casual talk about what the perfect client, quote unquote, means to me. Um, So, hi, Sharon. Hi. So, Sharon has been training with me for about six months, and uh, I think that I am not your typical trainer. When I say trainer, I am from the introduction, you all know that I am a personal trainer. I am a lot of things, but I'm not typical in the sense where I think that Sharon can elaborate on why I may be a little bit different. And then from there, I will elaborate on what you, you're saying. But okay. I want to make the, so why do you think... In your words, Sharon, why do you think that I'm a little bit different? Why has it been different for mm. you as far as trainers go? Because I know that you have tried, and it's not all about losing weight at all. Um, it's such it's such a bigger picture than that, and we'll, we'll talk about that also. But why was this different this time for you? Well, let me um, just give you like some background or give your audience some background in that I was a really shy kid and really just a, like really just afraid to apply myself in some ways. And I was the kid who was, even though I was really thin, I was always the second to last picked on a team. Like, 
over the person that weighed the kid who weighed like 300 pounds you know mm-hmm. so I'm like you know when the dodgeball came I would just try not to get hit you know mm-hmm. just like be in the back the very back mm-hmm. you know um so um and then I got fibromyalgia at, as a I got diagnosed in my 20s but I felt pain as a child growing up so of course I would go into and it was mysterious pain like nobody could figure it out what kind of pain did you feel? Like, um, achiness when I woke up. Like, you know, as an adult, you kind of, like, that's kind of normal. But as a kid, come on. Like, feeling like you have a, like, it felt like I had a hangover uh-huh. when I was a teenager. Mm-hmm. Or, um, I had pain in my feet. It was hard to, uh, stand for long periods of time. It was, like, hard to do things like go to a concert or jobs where you had to be on your feet. I'm like, Why? Do my feet hurt this much? So anyway, I'm making a very sh- I'm making a short answer longer. So let me just go to um, now, and I think um, in the past trainers have like pushed me too hard because they have they have an agenda, and I feel like you don't have an agenda of you're like really there to help and support, and if something is painful, you drop it right away and you find an alternate way of doing it instead of your knowledge. Your knowledge is incredible. Like incredible. Like thank you. The way the body moves, the way um, you can come up with alternatives, um, the way that you, I can't even think about it all. It's just, yeah. So your knowledge your um your ability to be flexible you're very very present you're very present trainer so you're not like oh no it's not working or and when you say present that's that's important because what i like to talk about with people that i train is that i don't and i actually wrote a blog about this too where i'm not a music kind of person where i don't have a lot of um music uh, i don't have music at all um, it's very quiet. It's so we can pay more attention to what we're actually doing in the gym where you make that mind body connection, um, to what you're actually working and you're not haphazardly just going through the exercise. Um, also how old are you? 58. Right. And how long have you been on this path? Like how long have you been trying to get into this? place where you are now like I know you are um we'll talk about your stats a little bit later but um gosh I don't know like you know it's kind of just been this fantasy that I didn't think I could achieve like if I had one if I had any regret in life it would be this it would be I wish I had been able to be more athletic like Mm -hmm. that was the wish Mm -hmm. and now like I probably could like I haven't gone out and tried a sport Mm-hmm. But I probably could be now. I, mm-hmm. pro- I probably could do that now. Because you feel confident? Because I don't feel like I'm going to get injured. I don't, don't feel like my oh, ankles are another thing that, like, that's a pain that went away. I don't feel like my ankles are going to, you know, collapse on me or something like that. But I am going to take up kayaking. <laughs> I know. I know. You told me that. And yeah. That's really great. But um, we were going to talk about... Um, what it means to a big a big part of being successful 
in the long run is we talk about writing a new story mm. because, and I think that is so important, um, is that we get stuck in this old story about ourselves, this story that we've carried around for our whole lives. And I find that with pretty much every client that it's getting out of that old story. Mm. So how do you feel about that? Like, once you believe that you actually deserve to be healthy and look great and feel great and um, be acceptive of yourself, then you can kind of move on and accept that new story. But that wasn't that really hard to, and aren't you still working on that? I'm it just, still is hard some, yeah. sometimes, sometimes. Mm -hmm. But I feel like I had a little bit of an advantage in a disadvantage. Let me let me just tell mm -hmm. you what I mean. I had, um, as you know, I had like two big life-changing tragedies back to back. I had um, my husband die and then I had a fire. That... I think it's important to talk about that too because that emotional body that's hold us that holds us there and that's why I talk about bringing the whole mind body heart into this program that we do it's totally not just what we do at the gym mm. and you've heard it from other trainers I'm sure and I've even said it on 90% of it is nutrition what you're putting in your mouth and I believe it it's very true of course food is so important but what about the energy of the food? Um, what kind of food you're putting into your body? How much sleep you're getting a night? Good sleep. Um, water, hydration. The stresses of the day. You know, like your job. What you're doing. Are you happy with your job? Your support system. Community. Those are all really important aspects of being su successful in, in the program that I do. So your pastings are very significant. So go ahead. So you, you tell me what happened. Um, the, what, the, the fire. So I, I forgot what husband. we were talking about. We're talking about. Your fire. And why, I had, why I had a, a, an advantage of changing the story. Yes. Okay. So um, I feel like having, had, having lost so much, I lost um, a husband and I lost a dog in the fire. And I lost, like, when I say fire, I mean, like... That is so tragic. I mean, like, rubble. I mean, like, nothing was left. Um, so I walked away with, like, one of my dogs and a pocketbook and a car. And I think that's all I owned. That's wow. all I owned. Like, I didn't own a toothbrush. I didn't. So the advantage was that who are you without... Who are you without the husband, without the house, without the... With all the, without all those trappings, so that I'm so used to rewriting a story because that's what I've been doing for the past seven years since that happened, is rewriting a story. And um, I think that it prepped me. I, I knew I wanted to get fit. I had joined a gym um, two years prior to meeting you, and um, it helped me somewhat... Some things got better, but then things got worse for a while. But um, I think that's that helped me come here. I was just I was very very ready to come here. Mm -hmm. I was like, 
this is a gift and I'm going to milk it for all it's worth. I think right. that was my attitude. I'm going to milk this. Right. And and I have a, a criteria of having this perfect client. I'm going to call this episode probably the perfect client. Um, but I'm very, very picky because, and I get, thing, I get it, things get in the way, but we have got to put our health on the top of the list because if we do not have our health, we have nothing. We really don't. Um, so when I take on a new client, they have got to be a hundred percent ready. And I really don't take excuses as far as, um, I can't make it or, uh, you know, I have other things to do or I, it's just, and Sharon has, I, I don't have to confirm with her. I know she's coming. She drives 45 minutes to get here. Um, and I know she's dedicated when she gets here. Um, it's, you have to put yourself first. And like I said, it's not just the gym. It's what you're doing. All those other hours that you're not with your trainer that are going to make your, the whole picture perfect. So Sharon has dedicated herself and to me and to yourself. I mean, you've really put yourself, you get it. Um, and in six months she's lost, I, I'm not going to even say the weight because it, it's the body fat is 10% in six months. And this was just pure dedication and slow and steady wins the race because this has not six months is six months, but 10% is nothing to, you know, it, 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 that is really great. It has been, like I said, slow and steady. She's, um, I follow her nutrition on an app and she gives me access and I follow and I give her advice every week. Um, she has been on other plans and was successful with that um, and has continued to be very conscious of what she's putting into her body. And the key is, with this beautiful, successful client, is that she messes up just like all of us do. We're, we're human, but what she doesn't do is let it go on for days and weeks and months and just finally gives up. Um, and to the audience, that is really important. We are human. We mess up. I mess up all the time. But the key is, is to get back on the horse and just keep going. Realize that you made a mistake and start working out again. Start eating healthy again and know that it's not a linear path, that it's ebbing and flowing. And that's what makes us human. So Sharon has been that you have not let things go. You don't let things fester at all. You will sometimes not eat so great, but then get back on the track, mm. which is really important. And you haven't not worked out. So I don't have any experience with that with you, but that happens too with people. Uh, they haven't been to the gym. And then, like I said, one day goes to the next day, and then the next day goes to a couple weeks, and a couple weeks goes to a month. That's the key. It's just to realize that things happen. It's just getting back on track. Mm. That's so important. So do you want to elaborate on that at all? or <laughs> Only that I wish I could. 
I wish I could work out in the morning because like that, like I got hijacked last week and I only worked out once and it felt hard. Like I'm like, oh, really? I just feel like. And you feel you don't that. Get any, you don't get any momentum that way, you know? Mm-hmm. And um, yeah. But, but people ask me too, it's like, when's the best time to work out? I don't care. Yeah, right. Like, so it's like at, whenever like, you can get it I'm in. Like, I figure this, that just moving the body, like getting in the gym and moving my body, like sometimes I forget to print out your exact workout and I'm like, oh, well, I have like a workout from a couple weeks ago. That counts. Of course. Like it's count. not like, oh, I'm at the gym and I don't have the exact right workout. So like just scrap it. Mm-hmm. No, like. Do the other one. Do what you remember. Do, you know, so c- consistency is more important than, I think consistency is the, is with really everything. the key. Right. With everything that I'm talking about. One of the pieces that I didn't say was also walking in nature or being mm. out in nature, including, of course, your food and your sleep and hydration and um, uh, weight-bearing exercise. Um, so not only in the gym is weight bearing, of course, but as we get older, I'm almost 55, you're 57. Um, when you go through menopause, especially, uh, walking is the most accessible, accessible and easiest things you can do that is going to build bone in your body. So just putting your feet to the pavement or the grass or the, or the sand, um, would make such a difference because I talk about prana, which is life force in my um, training, which I'm sure people <laughs> don't hear when they go to trainers, but um, I think Sharon can talk about it too. I talk about energy and life force, and that's what prana is. We are in our spine is in condensed situation all day. Pretty much. We, we sit, we work at computers. Even when we're walking or, or in an upright position, we are pretty much condensing our spine. So what I do with every client, I do some kind of modified version of hanging. So in this hanging, if you think about it, we'll elongate the spine, open the vertebrae. And I've talked about chakras before on other podcasts. Um, with my yoga people, but they're just wheels of energy, vortexes of energy that are in our bodies. Um, And then they can get stagnant and they correlate with glands and organs in the body. And when they're stagnant, other things manifest mentally and physically in our body. So if you think about hanging and opening up in the chakras from the base of the spine to past the head, we are opening them up and leaving energy or prana to flow through our bodies. So I don't know if you want to talk about what we do. We usually do it in the beginning of the workout and then throughout I'll let let her hang or clients hang. I have something that they can hang from and there are modifications so anybody can do it. But I talk about surrendering and letting go and has that made a difference in your training at all, Sharon? I mean, can you talk about that at all or about surrendering and letting go? Yeah. How you feel when you do hang? Do you feel empowered? Do you feel 
Um, I look forward to it in that I didn't, I was afraid to even get up the right. first time. I was like, oh my God, she's going to have me do this. And now I kind of look forward to it because it is something that I know I can do. Mm-hmm. And uh, I I don't think, honestly, I don't think about the, the prana. I know. I, do I don't think about that. Mm-hmm. I think about it as like prep for like a pull up one day uh-huh. or like that's how mm-hmm. I think about it. I just think about it in terms of strength. Mm-hmm. Um I don't. I never thought about it elongating the spine. I'm just like, well, Lenore says it's good for you, so, <laughs> so I'll, I'll do it. You know. Um, I know. I am very different in that respect, just because I can tell you from myself. I I just told you this today. I'm only five feet tall, but I have seen many, many women, or in my age bracket and older. Who that's very common, and it shouldn't be that we shrink as we get older. Our spine, we sort of round in our spine, um, and that is really dangerous, and it's not healthy at all, and it's not necessary. And this has actually, I have grown. I have slight scoliosis. It's had cured my scoliosis. Just hanging. I hang three days a week, maybe seven minutes, but I don't do that in the consecutive seven minutes. That's crazy. I will hang for as long as I can, and I do a total of seven minutes. Uh, so if it's anything that anybody can do, you go to a playground and start hanging from the general gym. Um, so in that respect, my training is different. Also, I always make time to we bring up our bodies we um i talk about the sympathetic nervous system where we are oh flight or flight flight, which we're doing in the gym which is fine we are activating that part of our nervous system working really hard like beast for about 40 minutes to almost an hour and then what do we do shannon we well we we stretch. Right. We bring ourselves down yeah. and activate our parasympathetic nervous system, which is our calming aspect of our nervous system, which is equally important or even more important to achieve the benefits of what we're doing in the gym. This is when, in the gym is when we're breaking down and causing little micro tears in our muscles. When we bring ourselves into that parasympathetic part of our nervous system when we're stretching and um, bringing ourselves, concentrating, not really concentrating, but thinking about our breath Mm. and bringing down our breath and we are healing. Then we're able to heal and then I will, we will center and ground. And when we center and ground, we again talk about prana and healing. And that is our whole picture of our training session. So it's not just going in and training like a beast, which is important, which we do. But then we spend 20 minutes, 15 to 20 minutes, bringing the body down, stretching, we'll stretch. We do yoga-based stretching. And then we'll sit from across from each other and we do a centering and grounding um, and closing out the session 
in order to move on with our the rest of our week or the rest of our day. So how is that different for you from a traditional trainer? Has that made a difference in your training? I think it is... The, the stretching is definitely longer. The cool down period is definitely longer. Um, and I think it's helped prevent injuries, to be perfectly honest. Mm -hmm. And... Um, if you don't mind me like switching topics, do you mind me switching? No, topics? not at all. Okay. I just wanna I, I just wanna bring awareness that again, and I can't elaborate this enough, it's not just the beast mode in the gym. Right. That bringing the body down and in that restorative part, that's when we heal. That's when we make conscious conscious decisions. And that's when our body's able to repair mm. and rejuvenate. Um, so you don't just run out of my gym and no. start going. Never. You right. So go ahead. You can Never. switch to something else. Never. <laughs> um, but one of the things that like really shocked me is a, something can look so simple when you demo it, and then I do it, and I'm just dripping in sweat. Mm -hmm. I'm like, geez, that looks so simple. But when you are engaged, when you are conscious and engaging what you're supposed to be engaged, like the mind body. Yeah. Connection. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. When you've got that, you're supposed to be like pulling in your, your stomach. It's like, wow. Like mm -hmm. I can, that looked like a piece of cake and it is so not a piece of cake. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And the hugest thing is the body mind connection. So I'll often during a, uh, an exercise, I say, where are you supposed to be feeling this? And I yeah. can't tell you how many people are like, uh, no, 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 no. Now you could feel it in different areas, but we are targeting something. You can't mm. totally isolate a body part. But we can target a body part. So that is the whole, the whole body-mind connection. That's why I also don't play loud music or do anything like that. So we can actually just really hone in on what we're supposed to be working on. And I prefer that. I prefer the no music. Uh-huh. I do that with my teaching with my yoga, too. Yeah. So we can have some introspection. But um, so we talked about... Surrendering the old baggage. Mm -hmm. um, also, this is a lifetime choice. It's not a quick fix. So that's my intention with training is that I want something that I like training women because it's just my preference. But um, I want the people that I train to know that this is a lifetime choice and I want to make it doable for a lifetime. That's why I don't restrict things per se in like your nutrition plan. Mm -hmm. I go with how you like to eat. I do recommend that you have good energy food, of course, and things that are going to nourish you for 95% of your diet. Um, but it's got to be, that's why I don't, Say, okay, it's got to be vegetarian or vegan or paleo or keto or it's what you like to eat. And then we go from there. 
as long as like I can educate you on um, macros. packaged goods. Macros. Or, oh yeah, the macros, the protein, the carbs, and the fat. Um, the the app that we use will give you that whole readout. Um, you have to be aware of what you're putting into your, and awareness about what you're putting into your body and consciousness. And this is what flows from the gym. And when we cool down and we do that centering and grounding, that consciousness goes way beyond working out from my house. I don't know if you would agree with that, but the consciousness makes you more aware of what you're putting into your body. Um, I I actually never thought about that, <laughs> but I mean, you but never thought a, about that. No, well, there's I do a lot outside of here too. Like I meditate every day, and I have a gratitude list every day. So I'm sure that it does. Like it all, you know, it all does something. Mm -hmm. But I never thought about that helping me make more. Yeah, the consciousness that you have achieved. Probably, in your yeah, life. I'm sure, I'm sure. Not just from me, but definitely from meditation mm -hmm. and gratitude lists. Gratitude lists is probably the most important thing you could probably do every day mm -hmm. is being grateful for something, you know, anything. And when you feel like you can't find something to be grateful for for that day because you might have had the most shittiest day of the day, that's when you have to dig deep and find something to be grateful for because there is always something to be grateful for uh, and that will pull you through yep. the day. Um, so I want to talk about being uncomfortable mm. to get yourself into a whole new habit of being. It could be really quite uncomfortable, just like what you said about the hanging, the whole fear aspect. Yeah. Um, I can't tell you how many women have worked with me and the greatest thing that I've seen is get them getting over the fear of doing things they were fearful of. Yeah, there's certain things that we do that I'm like, really? <laughs> we're going to do that? Like, yeah. The, um, there's, a, there's an exercise where we put, where we put our feet in this band that hangs off a bar. and The pull-up. Pull-up with it's the band this, assist. Yeah. It's it's scary looking, mm. and when you you're hanging from this strap, you know, yeah, <laughs> it's but scary. You've done it. I've done it. Yeah. So breaking out of that fear, that's what I mean about carrying you over into your everyday life too, not just from the gym. So you're getting over fear about asking your boss for a raise, or you're you're getting over the fear about trying new things or you know what I mean it just it carries over just like when I teach yoga it goes beyond the mat it definitely goes beyond the mat the more you practice the more you have that freedom in real life you know you have mm. consciousness in real life right in everyday life um so we were going to discuss progressing without pain yeah 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 yeah, because so. that kind of ties into the fear because mm -hmm. I'm always afraid of, like, it just seems that in my past when I've gotten hurt, I get hurt, like, more easily and longer than the average person. Mm -hmm. So, um, let me just tell you, I mean, you know, but let's just, there's probably things I have even forgotten about, like, um, 
I came in with a lot of pain in my wrist. I came in with so much pain in my wrist that I was really, I was trying to figure out how to afford carpal tunnel surgery. Like that's where I was at. I'm like, mm-hmm. I know I have to get this looked at. And it was both wrists. It was from typing for 30 years and then from playing guitar for a long time, both left and right hands. And I'm like, oh, I, I think I, I think it's at the point where I have to see somebody now, see a doctor now. And um, we worked on these really super simple exercises. Wrist curls. Wrist curls. Mm-hmm. Both, both ways. Mm-hmm. Um, and then some grip strength, too. Mm-hmm. And those three exercises have me, I can't, it's, I can't say it's 100% gone. And some days are better than others, but I don't think about it. Mm-hmm. I'm, not, I'm not seeking a doctor. I'm not worried about seeing you. Like that alone is huge. Like we're talking thousands of dollars and I did not want to have the surgery anyway. So. Yeah. And then your lower back. Lower back. So these are all huge things. And I know, and I want to say that's part of the whole prana releasing and moving your chakras. And they're all attached to a gland or an organ or um, even a mental, the mental aspect and when you're letting go of all of that, you're free to heal. So that's connected too. That's definitely connected. It's what I believe. Um, but you're, I haven't heard anything about your lower back or really hardly anything about your knees. Mm. Um, so definitely yeah. have made so many strides with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks to you. <laughs> Thanks to your... So... What can we talk about other than that is, um, oh, I wanted to talk about conscious eating versus intuitive eating. So intuitive eating, I don't recommend really because (laughs) intuitively we want to eat like shit a lot of times. (laughs) That's why we're in trouble. Um, So conscious eating, again. It flows from everything we're doing, not just what we're doing in the gym, the, the conscious stretching and the conscious centering and grounding at the end. We take 20 minutes to do that. That's a, that's a good portion of our workout. Yeah. Um, so, and that's what I mean about it being taking off the mat, like away from me. You will, are making more conscious decisions about putting good things into your body. You know? Yeah. And um, I'm trying to, I think, you know, one of the things that I, the first, the first thing that I learned from you with nutrition, I think, is that I wasn't eating quite enough protein. And uh, you added in Ezekiel bread, which has been like a godsend for me because it, sometimes I just want breadcrumbs on top of something. And it's, it's a, it's a bread, it's a, Brand that has more protein in, and it's easier to digest than bread. Mm-hmm. So I like it for that reason. So, mm-hmm. um, and I had forgotten about it, mm-hmm. or maybe I thought it had too many carbs for me. I don't know. Um, and then 
So we add in a little bit more protein, which is really helpful. And just to be clear, I'm not, I don't promote a heavy protein diet at all. I just recommend my clients get the, <laughs> at least the minimum, minimum amount um, that is substantial for their, for their body weight. Um, and the app that we follow is, has it all there for you. So it makes it a little bit easier. Yeah. So. Yep. Go ahead. I don't, I don't, I just want to make that clear. I don't like, uh, pound in the protein. But here's, here's some things that have changed. Like I remember one night just wanting something, you know, just emotional eating, just wanting something special. And I have lifelong, like I've, I know how to cook. I know how to cook pastries. I know how to cook like everything. So I wanted like, for some reason I had a pear in the house. I'm like, I'm going to make like pear with a caramel sauce. And I made this pear with caramel sauce and I put it in my mouth and I ate it. And I'm like, I really would have preferred the pear. <laughs> and I'm like, wow, yeah. when did that happen? So that's what I mean about being conscious of okay. how you feel. Mm-hmm. So does that make sense now? Yes. Like you're like, wow, you realize, and this will lead me into, and I wanted to talk about this because I think it's kind of funny and I tell other clients about it. Um, you telling me they were giving you less food and you picked oh, up the package right. or you were mowing your lawn and also how you felt when you were mowing your lawn. Mm-hmm. Like, why is this lawnmower? <laughs> I thought, like, the I, thought I had bought, I thought I had bought a new lawnmower. I'm like, wait, tell, tell wait. Story. Okay. <laughs> I was mowing my lawn. I'm like, wait, I th- did I buy a new lawnmower last year? Because this seems really light. Like, <laughs> like it used to be like such a chore, to, not such a chore, but a chore to mow the lawn. And now it's like Sharon's so nothing. much stronger. Yeah. And then your endurance. Like, how do you feel with your endurance? Oh, like, so every once in a while, like, it's hard to gauge endurance. But yesterday I had a day where I had to keep going. I had to keep going. Like people were helping me. Uh, I'm on a house tour. People are helping me like paint and move things and get things down from the attic. And, and I had a day where I was not only helping, but then I had to cook a meal for, for four people. And it was like no big deal. Like I was happy when they left at six, but, um, I was going all day and like my feet weren't killing. I, like in the past, I needed to break. I needed my feet needed a rest because I couldn't be on my feet that long for some mysterious reason. Um, and I was able to like keep going, keep going. Yeah, and I'm like, wow, my endurance has really changed. That I can do chores all day long mm-hmm. and not not need. And a rest. I don't think you're all you're all 57, but I. You're young, but I'm just saying, like, some people in the same age bracket as us are like, oh, I'm just old, and no, 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 no. Your body's meant to last, people. You know, your body is even better than a machine. I've said it before. We can we can improve with age. We do not have to. I feel better at fi- almost 55 than I did when I was, I can honestly say when I was 16. So mm. I've been through a lot. There's a lot of things going on. But at any age, I feel strong because, and Sharon, tell me if I'm wrong, but this has not been really hard. No. So it and really you guys hasn't can been. do this. 
Yeah. And you're more than welcome to email me or call me uh, and ask me advice or whatever. But this is a very doable thing. This is not, I mean, maybe I'm wrong. I think I was afraid that, that, that getting fit meant that it would be like an unreasonable amount of time in the gym or, you know, I go an optimal week as I go three times a week. Um, and about an hour, sometimes less. And let me just say, and I want you to finish your thought, but this is a big misconception. Unless you are training for a fitness show or some kind of something, we, you can go to a gym three days a week, not on consecutive days, but do a full body workout. That's pretty much how I train people because I don't know many people who can do split body parts where you're doing your upper body one day, your lower body the next day, you do another body part the other day. You know, not a lot of people can can go and spend that time at the gym. Granted, it might be a little shorter than doing a full body workout, but what I have found is with the most success is a three-day non-consecutive full body workout get in and out of the gym in an hour or less and I find that very doable for most people and for the real life people not people who are training for shows or anything like that but that that, that would be a very small part of the population um, and then the rest of it is just honing in on your sleep, your hydration, your food, your uh, being in nature. So, Sharon, go ahead. So you can elaborate that. It isn't. It no, isn't. it's it's. I was surprised. I'm like, I think I, even before we started, I said, I am shocked at the how like I can't like you guys. I can't, for anybody listening, I can't underestimate the change in my body, right? We really haven't talked about that. Yeah. But we were just talking about that before we turned on all the equipment. And um, there's been, like, significant change in the way I look. Significant. And this is only six months. Yes, six months. What is six months or a year or two years out of, I mean, put it in perspective. I mean, if you have, you're unhealthy or... You want to make a change. How long did it take you to get to that point? And giving yourself six months, a year, two years in the scheme of things is really not, you know, a huge commitment. It's, mm. you know, and then once you learn and you get it, then it's, tell me if I'm wrong, it's so much easier to commit. You just know okay, I'll give myself a few days in the gym. Yep. I'll be more conscious of my eating. Yep. And if I, quote, unquote, mess up, I'm not doomed. Yeah. I mean, I get, you know, you get back on the horse. You know, I can lead you there, but I can't make you drink. Um, but once you get it, you're going to get it. It's going to click. Yep. So I know it's clicked for you, Sharon. So I, I messed up this week. I only got to the gym once before I came here. And yeah, yeah. I didn't. I didn't like that that happened, but it did. So right. 
So you were talking Whatever. about your change in your body and yep, yep. And I, I don't think you know how I was eating like right after the fire, <laughs> but <laughs> this was a typical day for me. So I would eat like everything was about like getting the treat in, and like I didn't care. Like honestly, I didn't care because it was a lot to go through. But um, I knew I would change the habits. I knew I would. It was a little harder and it took a little longer, but um, I was eating like three regular meals. And then on the way home from work, I would stop at the liquor store <laughs> and the supermarket and I would get like a big bag of um, extra crunchy Cheetos or some kind of junk, some kind of processed food and have like half a bottle of wine and sometimes, and at least half, at least half the bag of processed food. Sometimes the whole bag, and sometimes a whole bottle of wine. Mm. And that was your pain body, though. That, that was, was that yeah. was like, oh my mm -hmm. god, what just happened here? Mm -hmm. And as time went on, I did learn to rein that in. Like, thank God, <laughs> I knew I would. I knew I would, though. I'm like, yeah. I got to do this now. That's documenting and writing down. That's what I do with people in the beginning. Is write down three days of everything you're eating, um, whether you're trying to lose weight or not lose weight. I think being very conscious of what, what you're putting into your body, because I've had thin people who come who, you know, you wouldn't think, oh, they want to lose weight. And that's not always the reason. It's the mm. nutrition of the food. So if you're going to feel good, right? Like, so if you like I, are, yeah documenting I say documenting because I'm a nurse and that's what we do we document but um you are understanding and you're realizing oh my god what am I eating so this is what I do with clients is I'll follow them on this app and I will give recommendations on what you can substitute or what okay you can have that but have less or instead of that have this and that's part of the whole thing too. I mean, I know you have your whole, you have a uh, plan that you follow, um, but then you, you started writing with me mm -hmm. and every week I will um, write down each day and write down recommendations. But I think that with any client, it would help them immensely because it just, again, will make them conscious of what they're putting into their temple and their body. What's, you know, leading them throughout the whole day. And What's the, there's a, like, there's like a leadership quote that says, like, what you, what you measure gets managed. Mm -hmm. And that's, how, that's how I feel it is. Like, I'm measuring this, I'm tracking it, it's getting managed because I'm, it's, it's almost like making sure you're being true to yourself by writing it down. Mm -hmm. And then eventually... If you do this often enough, it may be a pain in the butt, and it is. It is. <laughs> uh, losing weight's uncomfortable. Getting healthy may be uncomfortable. Even being thin uh, is changing, uncomfortable. Well, it could be. It can be. It can be. Sometimes. Uh, changing, it, you know, you may be hungry sometimes. You may, but what, everything settles down. Everything settles yeah. down. And then you will learn to eyeball things. You will know eventually, okay, this is the amount I could have or, uh, you know, that, that will fall within my caloric intake. 
and you'll know it. You can eyeball it. So it may take a little while, but again, in the scheme of things, what's six months? What's a year, you know, yeah. out of for the rest of your life being healthy? And I go back and forth between like wanting it now. I think this is really natural. Like, I want it now. I want that weight loss now. I want, you know, my body to be thinner now or this part of my body to be thinner now. I go back and forth between that and like, ah, it'll come. Don't worry. It'll like, come. And we also tweak things, too. Yeah. So but today we figured out something else. So right. that's why I love you, too, because you're open to all these things. You, mm. oh, okay, you know, let's try that. So, again, there's that perfect client where, you know, it's hard to find. You know, I can't say that I've had more than 15 people that are truly, truly, truly dedicated mm. to really making a difference in their life. Well, you know, as I said, like, I felt like when I met you, like, when I heard the description, somebody else introduced us. Mm -hmm. And when I heard the description of who you wanted to train, I'm like, that's me. That's me. I'm that person. And I had wanted, like... Um, to work with somebody because I'm not somebody who can go to a gym and get healthy. I, it just uh, has never happened for me. Mm -hmm. So I need somebody who will listen and I need somebody who will tweak things. And I need—I absolutely needed a trainer. Mm -hmm. And um, I needed the right trainer too. Not just a trainer, but like I've had trainers before and they haven't been quite the right person. So and just to be a fair, couple have been. group training... That's, you know, that's why I don't do groups because it's really hard to hone in uh, and see if you're, if your form is right, if you're doing it right. So that's why a lot of people can get injured in a they group They never class. correct anybody's form. Once. It's hard. It's once, very hard okay. just to give them some, yeah. I mean, they probably, they do the best they can too. It's just, that's why I choose not to do groups. Yeah. I like the personal, I like the personal, mm. personal training. Um, it's very yeah. transformative. I can understand why. Like, mm -hmm. yeah, mm -hmm. it's been it's been very, you know. Okay, here's here's the biggest. All right, everybody, listen up, because this is like the biggest thing that I got out of this. Is you know how anybody who's ever been overweight or uncomfortable in their body, you compensate by making your makeup extra good, or your haircut has to be perfect, or your clothes have to be, you know, designer or whatever. But you compensate for that because you you don't you're trying to feel better about yourself. Now I'm like, oh yeah, I forgot to take a shower. But my like I can walk into a room and just I have the body confidence of like I'm not thinking about my body all the time. Just not thinking about it. You and that's what I mean about I'll bring it back to the whole consciousness again, and that's what I tried to teach. And maybe it's subliminal because you really weren't aware that we were doing that. But that's where the prana comes in. That's where the centering and grounding comes in. That's where mindful uh, training comes in is where it goes way out of the gym, out of my house. Mm -hmm. Is That's exactly what I'm talking about. You are not worried about that whole exterior thing too much. You love yourself. You're getting to mm. love yourself for you, right? So, yeah, you know, if we can truly, truly love ourselves, you know, then everything else will yeah, fall into place. That's, that's all really about that. Hard. 
especially for women. But, you know, yep. loving yourself is, you know, everything. So, so it can be very uncomfortable to get into a whole new habit of being a being. And that's really, truly what it is. It's a habit. So just like we were discussing, you know, you may have a habit of doing whatever you do in the morning. Habits change lives. Right. So, you know? yeah. So you have a habit of, I don't know, hopefully brushing your teeth or... Of <laughs> my lemon popsicle thing that right, I just, right. found, I just but you found, know found out that, is what, right, how many... you just grab something, just like people who smoke, you know, they'll grab, you know, it could be a habit. How many um, how many teaspoons of sugar is in that popsicle? A lot. So uh, like popsicle, I didn't know. This is one of the things we were talking I about. I didn't she know. Was, Sharon was not aware. She she eats this popsicle at every night. night. And I'm addicted. it has forty two grams of sugar. So for each uh, four grams, it's a teaspoon of sugar. So she's eating ten teaspoons of sugar in a popsicle, which I would never do. Like I would never put. I would never teaspoons. have, like, yeah, I've just teaspoons. been choosing to be, to put my head in the sand about no, the No, but that's awareness, right? So now, so now, yeah. you may still eat that popsicle, yeah. but now you're going to look at it a different way. I certainly because will. you're very conscious. And that does come from meditation. That does come, because meditation over time makes you more aware. And that's the whole thing about being conscious and meditation is that, you may not realize I'm big on meditation. I've been meditating, oh my God, 15 years. But um, it definitely goes off the mat from meditation is that you are more conscious of how you treat people, um, how you deal with situations, what you put into your body, uh, et cetera, et cetera. So now you're going to be more aware when you mm. eat that pop, right? Oh, you may yeah. still eat it. I'm going to try But you're going to be very conscious of what's going into your body. I, I have I one know. left. <laughs> you're not just haphazardly putting that in your mouth. So when I talk about habit, we talk about making a new habit. And over time, the new habit will be a new habit. Just yeah. like what I was telling you. Put your sneakers in the car to go to the gym or put your workout clothes in there. So then you have little goals. No excuses. Hey, wait. Oh, you sorry. have them. You Didn't can't. Mean to right. You can't say, "I don't have my gym clothes." Right. I don't have my sneakers. I'll work out in bare feet. We yep. worked out in bare feet yep. today. Yep. Because we didn't have the right sneakers. Right. Sharon. Right. I'm like, take all those damn sneakers. <laughs> Better to work out in bare feet anyway in the gym. Um, Get more torque to the ground. So I listen to your podcast all the time because I love it. And I know that you have this segment about, like, products. Are we going to do that? Oh, my gosh. I wasn't prepared, but let me oh, see. Oh, well, I, I definitely have a product that you, you introduced product? me to. We can just do that. Let's, Let's talk do about it. that product. Let's do it. Because, you know, we are coming to see. I know. We're almost at the I end. I know. Let's see. So any questions that anybody has, you're more than welcome to email me or uh, get in touch with me. My information is in the end of the podcast um my i think my email well we can put it in the yeah, we'll put the email on there i am more than open i love to talk about health and wellness it is my yes she whole, does whole life i just love it and i that is my goal in life is to make others happy with themselves and just you know 
that is, I think if you talk to anybody that I've trained or worked with, we'll tell you the same thing. So, so go ahead, tell me, tell me your product. So at so, the end of every podcast, we talk about something that worked for us or um, that we love using. We're not promoting anything, any brand name or anything like that. Um, I don't get paid for any endorsements, but sometimes I use things that I just absolutely love. So I'm not ready because I'm. I wasn't prepared oh, today, well, but sure. I'll take the reins. I mean, don't I'll, worry. I'll think about it while you're talking about you. So what do you? Don't do you worry. Have? What do you um, have? So I had I I mentioned the pain in my feet. So the pain in my feet was really bad. Like it was hard for me to stand like a normal person. Like the thought of taking a cashier, like a like a supermarket checkout person, like that is out of the question for me and my feet. Like that would never happen. Um, so. People have told me to do different things. They've told me to stand on, like, walk on a bag of beans, walk on the sand on the shore. They've told me to use tennis balls on my feet, you know. So I did all these things, and I'm like, yeah, nothing ever works. And you told me about this product. It comes two to a bag, the little green balls, and I think, I think the brand name is Yoga Balls. No, it's Tuna. Tuna. Okay. But I think she's Ga- actually somebody I want to get on my podcast. Gaiam is Gaiam. No, it's Who not Gaiam. It? It's, it's okay. It's, I'm sure Gaiam has yoga has. in the brand name. I'm not. Yeah, it's Tune Up Fitness, I believe. Okay. And um, you told yeah. me that the tennis ball. I'm like, yeah, yeah I use well, the tennis, the tennis ball. ball's not. Right. I know you told it's, me it was too yeah. hard, and I'm like, well, I will try these balls, but I really have my doubts because people have recommended so much to me, and I tried them, and I would say that they. Her name is Jill Miller, by the way, and Jill Miller is somebody I want to have on um, my podcast. She has not told me she won't be on. She said <laughs> that she is so busy, and I know she's really busy, but she created she, those balls. She created the balls, and she's a huge fascia um, woman, connective tissue. That's a whole nother story, and that's, that's oh, huge. Okay, I'm a big fascia person, uh, but. These balls are really great. So go ahead. So, so the balls have, I would say, like between fifty and seventy-five percent mm-hmm. loosened up that fascia, yep, which is like connective tissue. I can do just what normal in your body. people do now. Mm-hmm. I couldn't do what normal people did, and it's not a huge thing. You just you probably no. could use it for a few minutes. Yeah, a day. yeah. I mean, it's great Wait, on the again, whole body, it's... but you start from the bottom and work yourself up, work your way up, because everything is connected in the body. Uh, so that's why I recommended them for the bottom of your feet to mm. start. Um, so they are. They're really great. I have all, all the balls. It was yeah. life-changing. That one thing was life-changing. Wow. The balls. Well, yeah. think about not being able to go to a concert because mm-hmm. you can't stand. No, I'm so proud of and you. Then, and I'm so happy you are. Like, that's what I said. That's why I'm interviewing you because you are the perfect client. <laughs> Everything has worked for you. <laughs> Um, yeah, all right, let me think about a product. I was going to talk about... Oh, you don't uh, have to. No, I know. I was talking about aloe. Ah, I never uh, used I aloe. I grow aloe. Aloe actually gives Tell really... Us. It's a big oxygen plant that, you know, if you have it in your house, uh, it is very healthy for your household. I can't really talk about how to grow it now because I really don't know how to grow it. <laughs> But we do have it here in my home. I'm sure YouTube could help you out. I have it. But 
I would cut off a leaf. I use it for absolutely everything. Like what? Like burns? Scars, burns. Okay. Uh, if you have sunburn, oh my gosh, use fresh aloe. Don't use the ones in the bottle because they mix it with crap. Uh, it's very easy. You can even buy it in ShopRite or any kind of store, uh, supermarket. They sell it now. Just wash off the leaf because it might be sprayed. Mm. So if you buy it in a supermarket it's, and you don't grow it and it's not organic in, in your home, I would say, you know, get the leaf. Okay. Uh, I keep it in my bathroom and I'll put it on my face before bed. Uh, it has so many vitamins and so good for healing your face. Uh, for So you can use it in your hair okay, as well, like a gel. Can you buy it like, does it's it come the, in a bot? Like, it's not the same. It's not the same, okay. You buy a leaf. All buy right. a leaf and you cut it. <laughs> I have a knife upstairs. Buy a leaf, I, people. Buy a leaf, people. <laughs> you gotta love my quirkiness. Come on, this is me. Either you love me or you hate me. I don't think there's any metal ground. That's okay. You cut the leaf. And you scoop, I scoop it out with my fingers and make sure my hands are clean. Okay. And I use it on my face and my, and my neck. And um, if I have a burn or if I have, I, I'm telling you, you put it on the next day, you're, you're healed. My I hair is like salad. curly, yeah. curly, crazy. And I'll put it on as like a gel and it will calm down like the frizz in my hair. Like a, uh, oh, like wow. a natural gel. Yeah, for she your does hair. have like a lion's mane. Like yeah, it's kind a of lion's a... mane, I know. <laughs> and um, yeah, so aloe is like a miracle. And you can also, huh. I don't what about think it. Insect bites. Is oh, yeah. Good? Oh, my okay. gosh. Okay, because I use witch hazel and I'm shocked at uh, Witch that hazel works. is good too, but yeah. even in shakes or like a, if you um, want to put it into your smoothie or anything like that. It has medicinal benefits for that. Um, all you have to do is Google aloe. And, but that is something I've been using, oh my gosh, so, so, so long. Probably 10 years, I want to say. I'm going to try it tonight on my face. Oh, so beautiful. Will it transform I don't me? know if you can get any more beautiful, Sharon. But <laughs> oh, yeah. thanks. Definitely, definitely use it. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's, oh my gosh, so great. So. Yeah. We have come to the end we have. of my podcast. And I hope you guys have found some kind of health information. Try um, Lenora. Something. Try Lenora. She's awesome. <laughs> Thank you, Sharon. <laughs> so have a great night. Or Well, it's night over here in Hillsborough, New Jersey, in my cabin where we do our interview. And you probably hear Sharon's phone. Yes. Sorry. Hey, this is real stuff. I'm not hiding anything or whatever. Anyway, don't answer your phone, Sharon. No, I was going to turn it off. <laughs> Just leave it. Okay, have a great evening, everybody. Thank you for joining us. Bye, Sharon. Thank, Thank you, you Nora. Thanks for having me. Bye. My hope is that you as a listener will come away from this podcast with a tidbit of information that inspires you in some way towards a healthier you. Um, thank you for joining us today on It's a New Dawn for You. Our show today was directed and edited by Sharon Ellis Murray. Murray.
Our theme song is called Dear I, written and performed by my own son, Angelo Michael, and available at bandcamp.com. And I'm your host, Lenora Calaruso, wishing you everlasting health and wellness. You can ask questions and find me on Instagram at It's a New Dawn for You, Mind, Body, Spirit, or Facebook at It's a New Dawn. Remember, there is always a chance to start anew. Your thoughts and actions shape your reality, and you are the captain of your ship. Peace out. Hashtag spread kindness. Pack up your life to start anew. You'll find out some things to be true. Like you are stronger than you once knew.